You're listening to the Creating Resilience podcast with Anne Diamond's Creative Changemaker. I'm passionate about helping clients create calm in their busy lives by having more creative playtime. In each episode, I'll be sharing easy ways to sneak some creativity into your life, whatever it may throw at you. From my own experiences and those of my invited guests, we'll show you how you can overcome any challenge and build your own resilience toolkit. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Creating Resilience podcast. Uh, this week, I'm delighted to be joined by the wonderful and beautiful Kirsty Costar, who's um, a, a friend of, of ours um, for many years, and um, she's a fellow musician. And uh, I'm not going to say too much about what she does, because I'd like her to explain it much better than me, but she's a graduate of BIM London and Bath Spa University, and She's a wonderful singer-songwriter and musician and just a beautiful soul, really. And um, I've benefited greatly from her wonderful teaching. And um, I just thought it'd be good for the listeners to see how music and creativity has inspired Kirsty in her adventures that she's had recently. And um, I'm going to hand over to Kirsty. So, Kirsty, welcome. And, Hi, Anne. Uh, Thanks for thanks for joining me. We're we're recording this on Saturday morning, so bless her. Kirsty's um, Saturday morning is is usually a time to relax, but Kirsty's um, very kindly agreed to come and do a, a podcast recording. So, Kirsty, tell us what you do. Hi. So, um, like Anne said, I'm a singer songwriter. Um, I use songwriting as a way to process my emotions and write about things that I'm passionate about or maybe angry about or um, yeah to, to help me process emotions basically um, and bring to light issues that are important to me um, but I also teach um, singing and songwriting um, I feel like I'm more likely to say like facilitate that and kind of support because it's something that's kind of in us all, but it's just kind of getting it out and helping people have confidence. Um, and I found that a lot of people come um, for singing lessons, but really there's something deeper going on with them that they're trying to process. Um, they might have kind of fears about um, sharing their voice. Um, or they might not have you know, much confidence in themselves or they're going through a life change and that's when they start wanting to work on their voice. Yeah. Do you feel like that resonates with you that, you know, other oh, people definitely. you've met? Yeah, most definitely. And it's funny because, you know, quite a lot of people are quite happy to sing in the car or sing in the shower, but when it comes to actually speaking their voice in public, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a block for some people, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I even worked with someone a while back that had had a thyroid, a, a thyroidectomy. So they'd had the thyroid removed and um, afterwards it really affected their voice and they weren't given any therapy. So I worked with them to help their voice um, be more resilient to everyday speaking and, you know, saying the truth and um, actually, one takeaway that this lady got was to listen more and to rest her voice more and not always have to be, you know, talking, but taking in what everyone was saying and taking time for her voice to rest. So sometimes it goes the other way as well. 
<laughs> oh wow I know quite a few people who could benefit from that <laughs> uh, 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 you know you know what I mean don't you uh, yeah <laughs> um anyway um that that's wonderful so you, you must get a lot of pleasure from your work Kirsty yeah I do it's really nice to see the progress people make and not just like technically but um, having the faith in themselves and the confidence in themselves and yeah seeing things click in someone's brain and just having that that little bit of playing with technique and and being a bit more free with their voice and um, being okay with making what they feel like is a mistake but really it's an exploration getting them to see that you know it your voice doesn't have to sound perfect straight away. It's a process, it's a journey. And I really like going on that journey with people. Um, yeah, so yeah, cause I feel like that's a journey I've been on most of my life with my voice, playing with it and being playful with it. Um, and going through the journey as well of being critical and then learning to be really kind to yourself about your voice. Yeah, because you can be critical, but being a critical friend, can't you? You can be critical in a nice way, in terms mm. of you know acknowledging where you could improve or acknowledging that that didn't that that wasn't really what I was trying to achieve. That mm. I'd like to change it in this way, but you have to notice first, don't you, before you can actually make the changes. Yeah, and I think um, working with your voice does make you really resilient because you have to go often go think over things again and again and again. Um, and take on criticism that's you know um, constructive um, in order to improve and not take it as, too personally but just as a way that you can you can get better um, and I think that's really good for life as well that you're yeah. kind of taking on you have challenges and you see how they can progress you know progress you basically rather than seeing as it an, it, as an attack on you so I feel like, yeah, I, I mean, to be a musician, I wouldn't want to say you have to be crazy, but you know what I mean in that way. I don't like to use that word, but, you know, to, to be so repetitive with things and to um, put yourself out there and be so vulnerable. There's something yeah. in you that's a little bit different, <laughs> shall we say? I, I totally get you there, Kirsty. I mean, you know, you know the journey. You know the journey I've been on. But um, yeah, I mean, do you want to share something about your journey? Because when when was the first time you you know you realised that you wanted to do to sing? You know, when was the first time you wanted to to have music or singing as a career? Um, I always sang from when I was very little, and I I'd, I'd spent hours in my room going combing over songs and learning the words and that was before the internet so I was I like either reading them off you know reading them off a, a CD case or just listening to a line a couple of lines at a time to get every word and be really you know into that and, and that was nothing that wasn't I didn't have singing lessons when I was very little it's just something that I always loved and then when I got to about 17, I was in a youth club and there was a singing teacher that came in and that got me thinking. And I met um, some musicians there that I'm still friends with now that we're mutual friends with. Yeah. Um, and they kind of like gave me the confidence to start 
singing more and thinking about it but I think it was probably when I was around 20 yeah I decided to have singing lessons um and I started a band um and that's kind of how it got going so for a year I'd go every week for singing lessons and then I started doing short courses um at the uh, music college and I kind of got addicted and did a diploma and then did a degree and then you know did a master so yeah I love to learn so it's a continuous um, learning journey then you've continued to learn and develop and grow mm, yeah, yeah yeah and I think my first band was really fun because you know when um you're a young adult you have a lot going on when you're in that transition phase from coming out of being a teenager going into the what you know the real world or whatever um you know can bring up a lot of strong emotions and I felt like being in that band gave me time to kind of express myself mm -hmm. um and yeah so I feel like that was a really nice experience for me to be able to channel strong emotions in a positive way yeah, because, I mean, without going all woo, you know, it's all energy, isn't it? So, you know, that energy that can express as anger or, or, or other strong emotions, you, you, you release that using music. Yeah. It's, that is releasing energy, isn't it? When you're playing music, there is an energy release, isn't there? I mean, it's, mm. it's so and, powerful, isn't it? Yeah, and kind of transforming it into something constructive rather than yeah. destructive. Mm -hmm. um, and when you have an experience and you can use it, to, to make something beautiful um, is, you know, or, or hard hitting, it, it makes you feel like there is a, a, you know, I don't want to say, oh, this is the reason I went through it, but to have something that comes out of it that's positive um, mm -hmm. can help you get through challenges, I think, or it's helped me. Um, yeah, and sometimes... Sorry, this is the Creating Resilience no. podcast. We're talking about creativity making you more resilient. And this is a perfect example, isn't it? Mm, yeah, and I feel like, like yeah, it has. Um, and I think just having a brain that goes through a journey and sees how things, you know, music is a bit like magic where you start with almost nothing and then by the end you have this, this whole arrangement. And sometimes I listen back and I'm like, I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> it's just like... You know, when you see the end result, and I think in life you can, it makes you think about life like that, like, okay, maybe things aren't going how I expected right now, but, you know, when you see a process like that, you see how it can come out, not how you expected, but still can be positive, so. Yeah, and interesting, interesting the comment you made earlier about, um, you know, mistakes and and going with mistakes because that was the biggest lesson I learned when I started um when I went back to college three years ago to start my you know continue my creative journey yeah it was that uh, you know after 20 years of being in health and safety and you know nobody could make mistakes because it was dangerous oh. and you had to keep everything by the book to keep everyone safe actually making a mistake being celebrated and, and actually working with your mistakes you got so much more so much better results from the mistakes and uh, then you did from doing everything like perfectly. Yeah, I studied art. Lesson I had to learn. I studied art before music, and um, my teachers would always say like a happy accident. Oh, Bob Ross! That's a Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I love> Bob. 
<laughs> yeah, and I think there's a, a children's book, I think it's called something like Oops or something, I can't remember what it is, but it's um, all these different um, pictures that started off as like a, maybe a coffee stain and then the next page they've turned it into something else. Yeah. So it's all about, you know, how it, you can make something out of something that you didn't expect was going to happen. So, yeah, I like to look at it like that. I've I, um, definitely been unkind to myself in the past and I've learned, you know, to be kinder. And I also wanted to talk about um, vocal health um, and how your voice is a barometer for your health um, and your emotional state. You know, if you speak to someone on the phone, you kind of know within a few mm. moments what's, you know, what's going on with the voice. Yeah. Um, and I know when I wasn't looking after myself that my voice definitely suffered. I would lose my voice a lot um, or, you know, have problems with it because I was doing things that weren't good for my health like I mean obviously you go for a phase when you're at university or you're you know you're young and I was definitely not probably not sleeping enough um maybe not eating the right things or um you know drinking and things like that and I found for me I can't do that and be healthy some people you know a bit maybe are fine on that but I found the more I started looking after my voice the more I started looking after myself. And I think that's a nice kind of lesson to learn. Stress is another thing. Because I, when we go through the process of singing, I always start with relaxing the body, mm -hmm. like massaging the face, really kind of getting any tension out, doing breath work. Sometimes I've been doing yoga, stretching with my students. So you're really looking after your whole body when you're looking after the voice so that's something else I like to work kind of holistically in that way yeah because your your singing uh, your vocal teaching school is called Nomad Soul Song Tutor and that, mm. that's a lovely it's a, it just says it all really doesn't it it's it says it's a more it's a more holistic rather than I teach you to sing it's it's a more holistic yeah and my my students always laugh, especially when I've worked with James, our mutual friend, who was, yeah. I always ask um, everyone, how did that feel? Yeah. Because it's really important that you're feeling, um, you know, where your voice resonates, how you feel about yourself and your voice, and are you tense? You know, all of those mm -hmm. things are really, really important. Um, because the voice is slightly different to when you ha you have another instrument. It's like, it's you, isn't it? You are yeah. your instrument. So it's a different way of looking at things. And, you know, any tension or, um, you know, emotions that are coming up are going to affect how you sing. So, yeah. Yeah, and it can, can be a good thing. Um, some of the best singers are very, you know, they, you can, you can hear the emotion in their voice, for example. Um, and some, you can hear that their voice is very lived in. <laughs> That's a very useful and I like, way of putting it. And I, like, and, I, and I like that. I do really like that. Rock and roll lifestyle, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, but so the, with the um, 
and I know much soul that came from also me wanting to travel and you you know make music as I traveled I um push myself to learn a bit more guitar actually because I knew I was going off on my travels alone so I couldn't rely on a, a guitarist and even though I'm not the best guitarist in the world <laughs> far from that it, it made me it pushed me to to do more on my own and be resilient in that way when I went backpacking and I didn't I didn't really know anyone and went off on my own for a year um, buying a guitar while I was out there and writing songs and writing a, an EP while I was there that was that experience definitely made me more resilient to rely on myself and 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 where did you go just give us a little snippet of where so you I, went, I went to Australia yes. so it was still kind of familiar in a sense because it would speak the same language as those of English people there um, but the land was really really inspiring um, and a lot of my songs are inspired by nature um, and my travels and the feelings that came up while I was there because I had a lot of time on my own to process mm -hmm. you know things that had happened in my life um, and I went and uh, lived in the rainforest for a while anyone that knows me will laugh about that because that is that was one of the most special times for me and I always talk about it so yeah why not <laughs> but yeah so yeah and I met you know a few other musicians that really encouraged me while I was there and I just enjoyed sitting on the beach with a guitar writing a lot I was like bliss Sounds yeah like absolutely <laughs> amazing yeah. so you you went traveling and then you came back and and is that did you then is that was after your musical teach uh, training or was it before so yeah i'd i'd done my degree um and i'd had years where i was writing in a duo and you know doing that kind of thing um and then yeah i decided to go off alone and when i came back i moved to somerset and that's when i met you beautiful somerset uh, yeah and I found it very inspiring there and and while I was there I decided um I was working with children and I'd been an art and music kind of facilitator for children before that um but I decided I wanted to get back into my own songwriting process and really spend a year being creative and putting more energy and time in um, and so I did my masters in songwriting at Bath Spa while I was living in Somerset, and yeah, that was yeah. a a really great experience for me. And so uh, much beautiful music came out of that. It's, it's amazing. Mm, and and your lovely partner John contributed to that as well. Yeah, he still hasn't done that masters yet. Um, you know, he's, he's he's still thinking about it, but he's, he's doing he's doing it in life experience. You know, yeah, the honorary yeah. masters. Yeah, because you're recording a lot of beautiful music together anyway, and you've got the facilities to do that. So you're taking already. Yeah, he's already blessed, taking actually. the time. Yeah, that's been our that's been our journey the last three years. Is building our own art and music studios. Yeah, yeah, that's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kirsty, um, if you could give um, the listeners three tips to help them find their voice and express themselves you know better what what might they be the first one would be to go back to basics 
think about um, working with the voices and exploration, making silly sounds or making sounds and, and really feeling where they um, resonate in the body or in mainly usually around this, this area, the head kind of and the, you know, what happens if you move that sound and make it going forward or back and just getting back to basics in your body and um, learning how to like your voice really as well. Um, be really kind on yourself. Uh, don't think about yourself like an X-Factor judge <laughs> and criticizing too much. Know that it's a, a journey. Um, and also I would um, recommend writing down how you feel and uh, maybe some of your experiences and attempt trying to turn them into a song. Uh, maybe like for positivity. So maybe, you know, we all have a song that, you know, maybe fires us up or gives us confidence. Have a go at writing your own one. Just a few lines about... Um, you know, you know, positive affirmations almost to get you going in the morning and, and get you motivated. That's brilliant. So it's like kind of journaling then really, sort of journaling and poetry to help you. Yeah. I yeah. started off with poetry from when I was a child. Like I wrote poems and that's how it started to form into songs as I got a bit older. Amazing. Um, and I think sometimes your subconscious throws up things when you start writing, you'd be surprised at what comes out. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I do something with people where they kind of like write a heart song. Um, mm -hmm. So th thinking about their purpose in life and where they want to be and then kind of affirming it through song or like a, making a, your own mantra in a way. That's oh, really that simple. Yeah, just a few lines. Because I mean, I feel like when people start the journey, they feel like they're already thinking about getting to right at the end, like they've written a whole song and or their their voice yeah. is exactly where they want it, but it starts simple basically and then slowly progress. Yeah, amazing. Oh, thank you. That's just some really good tips. I, I was um I do an art and art and poetry class on a Friday for my own sort of creative time. And um, they always start off with um, a few, one or two poems. Then we do free writing based on a prompt from the yeah. poem. And um, yesterday, one of the poems was Rumi's poem, um, The Guest House, which is one of my favourite poems. I mean, I don't know if you... I don't I'll, know it. I'll... I'll, send, I'll send it to you. It's, it's obviously Rumi's poetry is, is just so inspiring anyway, but... Um, it's basically saying, you know, whatever, whatever comes your way, just welcome it in. As, oh, as a guest. yes. To come in. So it's about acceptance. And, oh, it's, it's, and it, I, it, I hadn't heard it for a little while, but just those thoughts, you know, and it prompted so much. You know, just, it just poured out, you know, it's just like, wow. And it's mm -hmm. amazing, isn't it? How you can just, if you allow yourself to just open up and just release, it, it's wonderful. So, yeah. Um, it's brilliant tips. Yeah. Often I do meditation. Um, and then we write after meditating. So we have that time of calm in the mind or or it's a guided meditation where you're taking your mind for a walk mm. and that gets people in a different mindset for writing. Um, and that's a really nice um, way of doing it as well. You're kind of getting out of your own way 
Yeah, yeah. Well, get you know, turning the inner critic off and just allowing whatever comes. Yeah, brilliant. So, if anyone wants to join to to, to do your wonderful um uh, uh, course, it's a ten week course, isn't it? That you do, but you do individual yeah. lessons. Yeah, I'm thinking about running it again soon, and I'm also um considering uh writing um another course about self-care and creativity so yeah. if you look on facebook at nomad soul song tutor or you can find my music with um bauer music uk um i'm on instagram and facebook and youtube so yeah come and find me Brilliant. And, and I'll pull that in the show notes. But one final question, obviously, why Bower music? Where, where does that come from? So it comes from the, the Bower bird um, yeah. from Australia. So it came, it came because of that. Um, so yeah, that's that I got inspired. And the Bower bird uh, you know, collects loads of colourful things and puts on, kind of puts on a show. Um, but yeah, it just I just really like the name and because of the connection to Australia really oh amazing oh that's wonderful so thank you so much uh Kirsty it's been wonderful to talk to you as ever and um I'm looking forward to catching up with you when you come back to Somerset uh, okay yeah soon. see you soon all right lots thank of you. love take bye. care bye so that's all for this time thanks so much for listening don't forget to hit subscribe and please share with anyone you know who might benefit from hearing what we discussed today if you want to find out more about how I can help you create change in your life and discover more creative ways to living and working well, you can check out my website at www.worksafeandwell.co.uk where you can read the weekly blog posts and book a free Power Hour Discovery Call. You can also download a free guide to taming your stress triggers from the website at worksafeandwell.co.uk forward slash overwhelmed hyphen and hyphen stressed. For all links to my creative work, look at my link tree link forward slash and diamond artist. I also run a private Facebook beat burnout support group. The links to that and all the other ones mentioned here are in the show notes below. Until next time, stay safe and well and keep creating.